This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Es como si aquí nosotros este, los evaluáramos. A ver, derechos humanos. Oye, ¿por qué no liberas a Sánchez? Si estás hablando de periodismo y de libertad, ¿por qué tienes preso a Sánchez si se habla de actos de violencia ¿cómo es que un periodista premiado en Estados Unidos asegura que el gobierno de Estados Unidos saboteó el ducto de gas de Rusia a Europa. that the no-rate hike scenario implies the, the Fed knows something that we don't. I think to think that is probably just misguided. Frankly, 25 or, or pause doesn't really mean that much either way. It's what he says. The Fed is petrified. All right, okay. I, I, I could watch a Bramo promo all day. <laughs> that makes Seriously. one of us. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Julian Emanuel there of Evercore a little bit earlier on. We're looking for a 25 basis point hike. That's the consensus view. Some people are looking for a pause. Goldman Sachs, one. Wells Fargo, another. NatWest, Credit Suisse, making calls for a pause today. Other people say cut, including Nomura. A cut to 450. I mean, there's a call. That, that is a call that no one else really seems to agree with. But that is a call, and it really bakes in this expectation that we're going to see other bank failures in the small to medium-sized region. Basically, how many others out there are dealing with the same kind of liquidity mismatch? On a larger sense, does it matter? What if they hike rates and nobody cares? Because it really has to do with the projection and the, in the uh, press conference. There was some language that Marco Kalanovic of JP Morgan used earlier this week in the investment bank. He said, past the point and no return. Have we done that now in the last two weeks? Have we gone past the
the point of no return? Or are we one solution away from talking about the things we were talking about two weeks ago, which is something I've raised repeatedly in the last couple of days, Lisa, because I don't know. You know where the consensus is right now. Alicia Levine sat there from BNY Mellon just 10 minutes ago. And if you're just tuning in, this is basically what she said. You get liquidity issues. They turn into tighter lending standards. That turns into credit issues. And then you bring the recession forward. And ultimately, for that reason, she's not very constructive on equity markets right now. Which is the same kind of sentiment from Bob Michael over at JP Morgan Asset Management saying even they are tightening credit conditions. They are the credit lenders and they are definitely increasing uh, the risk aversion. I do wonder, though, with headlines like what came out this morning, that mortgage rates fell to their lowest level in five weeks. On the flip side, when people start pricing out rate hikes and start pricing in cuts, how much does that ease on the margins in areas that were initially most affected by the by the rate hikes? I mean, these are sort of some of the dueling narratives, the dueling crosswinds that people are trying to parse through, and everybody has a different take on the implications. I would put the emphasis on the supply of credit in the next few weeks and not the price of it, given how difficult it might be to, to actually receive it, regardless of the price. I think that's going to be the interesting part. And of course, I know there's some association between what the price is and what the supply is, but ultimately, that's where I'd put the emphasis if we're talking about tighter lending standards. That's what it's going to come down to. That's a great point, especially because just recently, there was a Federal Reserve survey that showed that the number of auto loan applications that were rejected rose to the highest levels going back to 2016 to 9%, more than 9%. This speaks to your point. Even if rates come down, people still aren't going to be taking them out because what bank is going to want to extend that loan at a time when they've got much more constrained capital? That's going to be the difficult issue. Let's see how it plays out. I mean, this is literally two weeks old. <laughs> two weeks old. Dan Iverson and Pimco, I keep going back to that phrase, multi-month process. He said this is a multi-month process. Let's see how it plays out. Wednesday, 22 March in the year of our Lord, 2023. Um, right there, you know, there, there's a saying, I think it's attributed to Lenin, that there are years, there are decades in which nothing happens, and then there are months in which decades happen. This is a, this is a very historic week. Um, you just saw the uh, the wrap up of the uh, of the three day meeting, uh, analogous to Molotov and Ribbentrop meeting in 1939. Uh, they kicked off the secret agreements there, which kicked off uh, World War II. You have Xi and Putin. And remember, you got all these airhead analysts that are running around, oh, you know, it's just this, you know, they haven't really done anything. That could not be farther from the truth. The backdoor deals, what they're doing. Of course, all the Western things is just, oh, Ukraine, you know, you can't do anything with Ukraine. It's all Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. What you're seeing here is the partnership, the Legion of Doom, right? The Legion of Doom. That, And by the way, do I have that? Uh, I want to pull it up later, Dr. Brzezinski's. That uh, what I sent you from that book earlier. We'll pull it up in the in, when Monica Crowley. She's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. This partnership, this partnership uh, in Moscow between the CCP and Xi and the KGB and Putin is uh, one of the most serious things that's ever happened in your lifetime. At the same time, you have a f- complete meltdown of the financial system. And when they say the the phrase "supply a credit." That means you ain't getting an auto loan. You know, they're going to start rejecting your credit card. They're going to come in and say, hey, you know, you got a $1,000 or $2,000 limit in your credit card. We'd like you to take that down immediately to like 500 bucks. This is all coming. And this afternoon, the Federal Reserve is going to be, we're obviously going to be all over that. Navarro Cortez is going to join us in the evening to assess this uh, rolling uh, crisis. A couple of things. Uh, it, it, inflation today in the United Kingdom, oops, oops. 
thought they had it beaten, not even close. Raging dumpster fire in the UK, and trust me, what happens in Europe, as we said, is about 90 days before here. Uh, so we're going to get, to, by the way, Lisa Bramowitz, once again, the smartest person in all media. Um, current uh, company uh, included. She, she's absolutely brilliant every morning on Bloomberg TV. If you get a chance, you ought to be watching that. Um, I want to go to, with all that, I'm going to start with Boris. Because I want to put this in perspective. Uh, the individual, now think about this for a second. You've got uh, the mortal enemies of freedom and liberty in Moscow plotting uh, their, their, their roll-up of the Eurasian landmass and, and, and driving America into the sea. Okay, um, You've got them plotting about what they're going to do in Taiwan and destroy the American economy. You've got them plotting what they're going to do with the mullahs in Persia and what they're doing with the House of Saud and all of it. From Pakistan to Mini Me in North Korea. And you got, you know, he's kicking around, so he's got too many guys, too many volunteers going to be throwing nuclear weapons everywhere, right? You got that going. Um, and you have the financial meltdown. By the way, it's been assessed today that, or been uh, acknowledged that each citizen in Switzerland will be, uh, not assessed, but their, their, their tab on this thing looks like it's going to be $13,500 for the merger, for the cram together of those elite banks. The elite banks, that, that's going to be the pleasure. That's coming to the U.S. also. Um, Boris Epstein, with all that, we have a guy who gave you four years of peace and prosperity in one of the most dangerous times in American history, and we're sitting here spending time, which I refuse to spend too much of it, on a idiotic, radical, source-backed attorney general of the state of New York and local DA that are – the charge is so bizarre – is not even to be worthwhile of talking about. It's not a charge. It's just, all they want to do is perp walk Donald J. Trump. And so on the world stage, the leader of the United States of America and someone who got 74 million votes, let me repeat that, 74 million votes, and had the presidency stolen from him with every effort they did and every trick they pulled and all the mail-in ballots and everything they did, all of it, by 53,000 votes in a couple of states, Okay. 53,000 votes in a couple of states. That individual, all they're doing is plotting and planning and lab and doing all this is to perp walking uh, either later this week or next week in New York City. I want you to compare and contrast that. The one president in this country, Ronald Reagan included, that, that braced up the Chinese Communist Party. When the, when the Bush, the, you remember the Bush junta saved the Chinese Communist Party after Tiananmen Square, saved them, saved them. The Chinese people, Lao Beijing, the 10,000 dead throughout the country in the Tiananmen Square that gave their lives for li Lady Liberty, right, were prepared to overthrow those monsters. Backed by Bush 41, okay? You had, and by the way, 20, we're on the 20th anniversary of the, of the invasion, of the illegal, illegitimate invasion of Iraq, of more blood and treasure, $7 trillion and tens of thousands of American lives, not even counting the Iraqi lives and the Christians in, in the Middle East that were all, all uh, eradicated. On that, we have a leader, and this is particularly for the people that can't stand the sound of Donald Trump's name. You have a leader that gave us four years of peace and prosperity in a time of turbulence, chaos, and anarchy in the world. And they're going to have him perp walk next week for a charge that is so bizarre and so ridiculous it, it is a, it is not it, it, reasonable people should not even discuss it because it has nothing to do with the law. 
This is the administrative state, the deep state, these evil, evil, evil people that oppose us, okay? And they oppose us with everything in their might. These evil people, and they are evil. To their core being, they're evil, and they hate this country. They're trying to destroy this country, and they think they're doing it. I got news for them. Donald Trump is going to unite this country with this. He's going to unite this country like this country's never been united. It's never been united like it's going to be around Trump. Even people that can't stand Trump understand now are going to start understanding, hey, there's something deeply, deeply, deeply wrong here. Why do they hate him? Why are they trying to put him in jail? Why are they trying to thwart him at every different level? Boris Epstein, your thoughts, comments, and observations, sir. Steve, honored to be with you, honored to be with the posse, and I want to start by reading something, and then maybe you put it up on screen, I send it to you and Denver shortly ago. Interviews with election law experts strongly suggest that New York state prosecutors have never before filed an election law case involving a federal campaign. Bringing an untested case against anyone, let alone a former president of the United States, carries the risk that a court could throw out or narrow the case. That is a quote not from David Stone. That's a quote not from Fox News. Not, definitely not from the War Room Posse. That is a quote from the New York Times, Steve. The New York Times, in a robust story yesterday, saying that this kind of nonsense has never before been done in New York State. Literally never. And as you said, Pulling together the fact that the, the Biden crime family is owned, owned by the Chinese Communist Party, as Jamie Comer, James Comer, and others are revealing so artfully, and the fact that the, President Trump is the only leader in American history to truly stand up to the Chinese Communist Party. You pull those two facts together, and now you have this attack against President Trump, this persecution of President Trump by radical woke persecutors all over the country, Manhattan DA, New York AG, down in, uh, in Fulton County, Georgia, and of course, the special Jack Smith. What does it tell you? Who's trying to protect who? It sure seems to me like the Biden crime family is doing all it can to protect their masters, the Chinese Communist Party. While, as you said, there's a summit going on as we speak, literally connecting the Eurasian landmass against the West. This, this was the number one goal of Everybody from Churchill to Roosevelt to Nixon, there was an acute understanding that if you allow Soviet Union slash Russia to connect with China and to be united against the West, that is a battle that is going to be extremely difficult to win. And that's what we have under Beijing, Joe Biden. Uh, Boris, hang on for one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return with this. A historic week in world history. Also, your personal history, because the impacts of this are going to be deep, profound, and long-lasting. Back in the war in a moment. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 9898. Nine eight to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. 
You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, I'm going to talk about in a minute. We're going to talk in, with Boris some economics. But when everybody to get a chance, go to birchgold.com/bannon and get right now your uh, your free the third installment, the debt trap. You have to un- you have to get this because it's about the spending and the massive spending, which triggered all of this. Triggered all of this. Okay, and we'll go to it in depth. But I need you to get that. Talk more about that and looking at gold as an alternative right now when you get Japan. India and China buying it as fast as they can buy it. Uh, Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Go there for all your needs, all free information kits, everything. Um, Boris, I want to go through some polling, but uh, people don't remember, in World War II, after Pearl Harbor, remember, America was asleep in the 30s. Our focus is to make sure America, particularly working class people in the middle class, are not asleep, uh, but they're wide awake about what's happening here. So it's not like the 1930s where we kind of slept walking into that. Uh, although there's plenty of information out there, all the way from Mein Kampf to, to what Imperial Japan was doing. But when we got hit on Pearl Harbor on December 7th, the next day when Roosevelt went to Congress, because they never talk about this, he did not declare war in Germany. He did not declare war in Germany. He declared war because of the sneak attack on the Empire of Japan. The two days later, Hitler declared war in the United States, and then we were at war. The reason Hitler declared war in the United States, which was his biggest gamble, probably even bigger than, or as big as Lisa uh, turning on his part in the Soviet Union, was that um, he, they had a secret deal. They had a secret treaty they had signed. To compare and contrast... What ha- what's happened in Moscow the last couple of days because the media is sitting there going, well, they just had some photo ops. They're cutting secret deals all the time in, in the ba- behind the scenes. China is the senior partner here. They've totally flipped from when Nixon went. They're the senior partner. The KGB Moscow is the junior partner. Boris, compare and contrast the Nazis in Japan because it was the same plan, the same plan to control, control the Eurasian landmass. They were just going to do it from the exterior going in. This, the, the sphere of the Asian sphere of co-prosperity is what the Japanese called it. Uh, the Nazis no called Liebenstrom, right? One in living space. But ta- to compare no and contrast what, what the Nazis and the Imperial Japanese did to, in the, uh, the Japanese Empire to what uh, the KGB and the, uh, and the uh, CCP are doing right now. Yeah, and it's, the, CC, the Chinese Communist Party right now is the greatest threat to, to world democracy, is the greatest threat to to uh, you know the world peace, and it's obvious, no doubt, the greatest threat and adversary to the United States of America. There's no two ways about it. So what, what they're doing, they're looking around and saying, okay, who's being ostracized, completely ostracized from the world, and who can we bring it into our sphere? And you're right. And now they're looking. It used to be that the Soviet Union was the senior partner, and Mao Zedong, Chinese, the, the Chinese Communist 
party was the junior partner, it has now absolutely flipped and switched with China by far the senior partner, and they're, and they're putting Russia under, under its influence. Because, and why are they doing it? Because the, the Russia-Ukraine war, and hey, I said it here first over a year ago, and I'll say it again, Putin made a major strategic mistake and tactical going into Ukraine, invading Ukraine. Major mistake. Full stop. Major blunder. Has the world also has, obviously, the, the United States under Biden and Western Europe done a terrible job of handling the crisis? No doubt about it. Have we driven Russia right into China's uh, outstretched arms? No doubt about it. So now what you have is, again, a very similar... What Germany wanted to do with Japan, as you said perfectly, is go from the exterior to the interior and connect Europe to Asia and by, by invading and overtaking, uh, overtaking the Soviet Union. Because of the, the uh, let's just call it state of state, because Hitler completely miscalculated and declared war in the United States, and because of the, uh, maybe there's a comparison in world history, but in my estimation, unparalleled bloody fighting and to the death stand by the, by the Red Army for four years, they were not able to do that. They, they were defeated in Russia, you know, turned away at Moscow in, in late 41, and then yeah. fully turned away at Stalingrad and then the Battle of Kursk. Kursk so you had that, you, that was prevented. That was prevented. That was war, that was wartime fighting. We're not even putting up that kind of fight. We're just saying, hey, go ahead. Remember this. Remember this always and everywhere. The the American audience. The Chinese people, not their leaders, not Chiang Kai-shek and not Mao Zedong, the leaders of the nationalists or the leaders of the, because they were corrupt as all get out, and the leaders of the communists were worst on earth, or Stalin in this crowd, the leaders in in, uh, Moscow. But the Chinese people and the American and the Russian people and the American people with obviously the British and others. But that is what destroyed this. That's what took the brunt of it and destroyed it in the middle of the 20th century. They never teach you that. Right. And we abandoned those people to Mao Zedong. The State Department infected with communists. We... Abandon the Chinese people after the war. We abandoned the Chinese people. We left them to fight a civil war, and then left them and backed, essentially backed Mao Zedong, and allowed those guys, the Chinese, to come to power. And quite frankly, like Patton and those guys did, we didn't back off the Bolsheviks. We didn't back off the communists in 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 in, in Russia and all of Eastern Europe. Didn't we abandoned our our allies were the people, Lao Beijing in China, old hundred names and the Russian peasants and serfs in Russia, okay? And we abandoned them. And now we're in a situation, what, less than 100 years later, and you don't think this is as bad as it gets. It's as bad as it gets, and it's going to get worse, particularly in the fact that our financial system is burning to the ground. Boris, I, I want to pivot for a second. And this is for the, look, I understand this audience is the hardcore of the hardcore of the Trump movement. I got that. But when you talk to people, it's people, a populist, nationalist, um, America first set of policies is what's going to save this country and save the world. That's why people are going to unite around Donald Trump, even people that hate him, right? Not the people that have lost it and hate him. But I mean, people right now, independents, even some Democrats go, oh, Trump's just too much. It's too chaotic. He provided us as a country um, order out of chaos. 
he provided us prosperity in a world that was slipping away from prosperity. He gave us four years of peace and prosperity. And if you see those gangsters in Moscow right now, and you see we started with the, the president of, uh, of Mexico dumping on the United States, because they're uniting, what they're going to do is unite the global south. Okay, they're going to unite the global south. And right now you've got these party of Davos, you've got the guys in Brussels that have their own deal and want their own deal. Well, they've got to step up and start paying for it, they're going to do it. If they, if they want the EU and Ukraine and they want NATO and Ukraine, that's their deal. We fought enough European wars. Let me repeat that. This country of immigrants that got kicked, remember, you, your great-grandparents and great-great-grandparents got kicked out of every quote-unquote decent country over there. The deal, their deals were so good over there, they decided to get on a boat, come over here into a wilderness, and, uh, and try to make a, make a go of it, okay? Check out Europe. Look at Europe. Like You leave that, you're leaving that for a reason. You know why? Your life sucks, okay? They came here, and we've fought enough of these European wars, and we've pulled their fat out of the fire enough times. Donald Trump, let's go to the polling. Let me say this here, and I've got a pretty good track record of crystal ball. Donald Trump is going to unite this country. In this situation with the administrative state and deep state making stuff up, tearing up the rule book, as I told you, the Swiss tore it up over the weekend. The feds and all the treasury tore it up on, on, on Silicon Valley Bank. They'll tear up the playbook and rechange it. They're coming after Donald Trump. They've torn up the playbook because they must imprison him to stop him. Let me repeat this. They must imprison him to stop him. And it's now time for us to let them know he is an unstoppable force. He has unleashed a movement. And no, it's not going to go to lower Manhattan and have some big protests. That's, that's beside the point. That's beside the point. We're going to take the country over and run these people out of their offices. They're not going to have any power anymore. Boris Epstein, how is President Trump uniting the country right now? Steve, he's uniting the country by absolutely dominating dominating in the polling with Republicans and Democrats. You look yesterday, a poll had him at 64, and this is head-to-head against the governor of Florida, who was, I guess, busy giving interviews to Pierce Morgan. I didn't realize Pierce Morgan still had a show or any sort of presence. I thought he was just doing some game shows somewhere out there in in London or in the rural UK. But the governor of Florida had time to sit down with Pierce Morgan and uh, and have a chat, and I guess Ron DeSantis thinks that He's George Washington or something. So while President Trump is uniting the country against radical, woke persecutors and fighting to stand for America, to stand for American strength, the governor of Florida isn't focused on Florida. He's focused on you know, having little powwows with, uh, with Pierce Morgan. President Trump at 64, the next guy at 36. If you look at morning consult polling, this is political morning consult, okay? This is not uh, Trafalgar. This is not Rasmussen. This is a way left of center, not even a little left of center, way left of center poll. President Trump at 54, the sanctimonious at 26, Pence at 7, Nikki Haley at 4, and then you go, you go, down, you go down the list. President Trump is, has not, is not winning. He has won this race. This race is over in the Republican primary. And if you look at the head-to-head, President yeah. Trump looking at Arizona, he's up 11 on, on pathetic Joe Biden. And why is it over, Steve? It's not just over because of politics. It's over because of policy. President Trump's robust videos and the fact that they're coming at him so hard. You have the financial times just coming out yeah. with a story saying it's a mistake to go after President Trump on a nonsense technicality. You've got a constitutional way left of center 
scholar Marshall Tannock writing, writing in the Minneapolis Star Tribune that this case is a mistake. There is no case in Manhattan. There was no crime, no affair, and the only issue there is an extortion by President Trump and all this one big conspiracy to take him down. Boris, how do we get to you on social media? People got to follow you now. They were fighting all day. The website is hot, BorisCP.com. Sign up right now, BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Twitter social, Boris underscore Epstein. The hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. All offense. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Boris Epstein, thank you. Short break. Monica Crowley next in the war room. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. No, it's, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. That's a convicted criminal confessing how easily a criminal can find, forge, and refile your home's title in his name. I discovered that neither my identity theft program nor homeowner's insurance protected me. That's why I chose Home Title Lock, and you should too. You could already be a victim and not even know it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get a free title scan with sign-up. You need to verify your home is still in your name. Then use code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to code Bannon for free 30 days. That's Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Somebody has got to take the lead here, and even if it is China, as unpalatable as it seems to uh, the economic uh, adversaries and the the economic and the military rivals of China, if it provides a diplomatic uh, off-ramp, then it should be grasped with both hands. Would it be more palatable, then, if China worked in coordination with India, with Turkey, some of these other... Uh, allies that are really straddling that divide between the West and between Russia. Yeah, I do think that it would make it more palatable, but I doubt that they're going to get the Turks or the Indians to to come on board to something like that. Um, Look, what's been proposed is a non-starter. The Ukrainians are not going to accept anything less than retaking all their, their territory. I think that probably they won't accept anything and less. And Russian troops out, right? Yeah, and Russian troops yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, taking it all back. And I'm talking about 2014. I'm not talking about 2022. Um, and the Western allies are not really, and Japan, by the way, now, Surprise. don't really see yeah, that. We but can talk about that, too, isn't it? Don't we need a ceasefire first to move I, on you, from that? The, you got to look at it realistically. Ukraine knows it's winning. It wasn't supposed to, and it is. It's not going to throw that away. It's not going to throw away that advantage, especially when they have all of these new weapons coming online. I think that, you know, we're not accustomed to so much of the global economy and so much of global markets being held hostage to. Okay. Okay, guys, when I start talking this time, yeah, there we go. We have to retrain people every day. Uh, um, The... um, 
you see right there, you've got you, Ukraine's telling us what they're going to do. They're going to retake the turret. They got to have every Russian troop, all the Russian troops out of there. They have to have them out of East Donbass, which has been fighting over since 14. You got to have them <clears throat> out of Crimea. Uh, good luck with that. You got to have them all out of Crimea and get that. They that, that's what. And remember, Biden said, "Hey, whatever you want, however long you want it, you want it." We're in complete total meltdown. Biden is wrapped around the accident on this budget. He's coming back and saying the Republican first cut, you know, first volley back on a six point eight trillion, which we no longer can afford. And the Fed came print enough money. And remember, the money they're printing, you have to start not you don't have to do anything. Uh, one way to think about this inflation is the most regressive tax in human history on you. OK, that's what it is. it's a tax. It's a tax for the printing of money to let the elites to bail themselves out. And now you've got Ukraine, where they've determined. I'm going to bring in Monica Crow. Monica, I want to quote from you. You know, Morning Mika, I'm on the Morning Mika all the time. And one of the reasons is that she's the daughter of, and Alex Jones and I disagree slightly on this, not about how important he was as a thinker, but maybe some of his actions. Morning Mika is the daughter of one of the most brilliant geopoliticians, geopolitical thinkers in the 20th century, I think much more profound than Henry Kissinger. And one of the reasons is, you know, he, he, he foresaw this technological age coming, the, the, the time between two ages of artificial intelligence and advances technology, Dr. Brzezinski. And Dr. Brzezinski wrote in the chess, and I think his book, Monica, you would know this, the, the, I think the global chessboard, where he's talking about geopolitics. I think this book was written in the late 90s or early 2000s. Said the United States may have to determine how to cope with regional coalitions that seek to push America out of Eurasia, thereby threatening America's status as a global power. Potentially, the most dangerous scenario, can we please put this on the screen where I highlight? The most dangerous scenario would be a grand coalition of, wait for it, China, Russia, and perhaps Iran, an anti hegemonic coalition, united not by ideology but by complementary grievances. Can we get that? Yeah, there it is right there. Uh, that was written by Dr. Brzezinski, and this is what we've warned about, and this is what President Trump uh, took on the CCP and kept Russia at bay from ever partnering with them. This is what all the, hound, all the people that were hounding him about Russia, 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 are the same people pushing Ukraine, 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 and they're leading us down a road to perdition. This is why Trump, in this, in this situation, with not just the New York, but the, 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 the Jack Smith and the Justice Department, Merrick Garland, by going after him with lawfare and making up stuff to unite this country. This is the law of unintended consequences. They're going to unite because people are going to finally wake up and go, hang over a second. My financial situation is terrible. There's wars everywhere. You know, Trump, I've been told Trump's a bad guy. He's an evil guy. He's a chaotic guy. But boy, I remember back in, uh, in 17, 18, 19, before the CCP unleashed a, a bioweapon, uh, things are pretty good, pretty damn good for me in the country. And not just that, in 2020, he did a pretty solid job, too, when they threw everything in the world at him. Monica Crowley, your assessment of what's happened in Moscow this week, uh, your observations and analysis, please. Well, thank you so much for having me, as always, Steve. And I, I just want to make a quick point about what you just said and how you framed what President Trump accomplished in four short years. The fact that it's such a fresh memory, 
You know, the Trump administration isn't the Reagan administration. The American people don't have to reach back 40 years for some sort of vague memory of a booming economy and world peace. They only have to go back two and a half years, three years uh, pre-COVID to remember what it was like and what President Trump delivered. So that's the first point. The second point I want to make, and, and this came out of what you just said, Steve, is really critical for the American people to understand with regard to the Russia hoax. My first boss in life was President Richard Nixon during the last years of his life. Richard Nixon, as president, opened the door to China in 1972, began diplomatic uh, relations with China. There were many motives for why he did that, but the premier motive was geostrategic. It was geopolitical because at the time, the Soviet Union was expanding their military footprint, expanding and modernizing their nuclear forces, their conventional forces. So you had growing Soviet power at a time where the United States' uh, military power was being drained by the war in Vietnam. So we couldn't counter the Soviet Union in the kind of aggressive way that Reagan ultimately did a couple of years later. We couldn't do that at the time Nixon was president. And so Nixon opened the door to China, began detente separately with the Soviet Union. But his main objective with China was to use China as a counterweight against growing Soviet power. Now, fast forward 40 years, you get President Trump in office, and what is he confronted with? He's confronted with growing Chinese power. And so what he wanted to do was improve relations with Russia in order to use Russia as a counterweight against the Chinese. It was a reverse Nixon move. And you know what they did, Steve? The, the fact that the deep state and Trump's enemies, the globalists, all settled on the Russia hoax. Why Russia? Well, now you know. They destroyed or attempted to destroy Donald Trump with and for what he wanted to do with Russia geopolitically. Why? Because so many of them are compromised, starting with Joe Biden at the top. But so many of them have been captured. It's elite capture by the CCP. Very successful strategy over many years. They're so deeply beholden to the CCP, to the Chinese market, to their business deals with China that they did not want uh, President uh, Trump to improve relations with Russia to try to aggressively go after the Chinese. Now, that being said, I want to make another big third point here about what we just saw coming out of Moscow. The United States has spent decades since 1949 and the communist revolution and the communist takeover of China. We have spent so much time energy and resources trying to keep these two great powers apart from exploiting the Sino-Soviet split in the early 1960s to Nixon's opening to China, to what President Trump wanted to do with improving relations with China to counterbalance, or, or Russia to counterbalance uh, China. We have spent all of this time and treasure trying to keep these countries apart from each other and exploit the divisions there. 
And in two and a half short years, Joe Biden's weakness and therefore America's weakness has driven these two countries together. And while this three-day state visit was going on, this president, deeply compromised by the CCP, was hosting sitcom stars, including the cast of Ted Lasso at the White House. I'm a fan of Ted Lasso, watching the new season now. There's Jason Sudeikis. But this is what this clown, fool, compromised hack of a president was doing while China and Russia are coming together to immediately, distinctly, and seriously jeopardize America's long-term, medium-term, and short-term interests economically, militarily, politically, and culturally. As you know, if the sign we have a backup, we don't believe in conspiracy theories, but there's no coincidences. On the, on the moment that this, ha- this historic meeting happens, okay, at the very moment that Comer, and remember, Comer is a, is a decent, hardworking guy. You see the profile of him in the New York Times. See the New York Times couldn't find anything on him. He's not a fire breather, but he has methodically gone and got the bank records. At the very moment, think about it for a second, that you prove beyond any doubt that the Biden crime family is on the direct payroll of the Chinese Communist Party, CEF, the company, that is a wholly owned company by the PLA and by the CCP. Joint ownership of the People's Liberation Army and the Chinese Communist Party as its capital markets provider. It's a capital markets company, not just an energy trading company. It's a capital markets provider on one belt, one road. The initial foundational element of taking over the Eurasian landmass, because these guys think decades and decades ahead, right? At the very moment you see the receipts from the bank in Congress, in in open hearings, at the moment you see the bank receipts where they had the money wired to them, to the Biden crime family, you have this situation in in New York City, and it's all the media is covered in 24 hours a day. It's the reason we won't cover it, that much of it. It's it's totally – it's completely rigged, and it's it's beneath intelligence people's time to spend on it because of what's happening in the world, Monica Crowley. Yeah, I mean, now they've got this great shiny object with the, uh, 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 we're assuming the impending indictment of Donald Trump. They threw that out there. And of course the press and everybody does exactly what they're told right on cue. They go chase the shiny object rather than focusing on the bigger things that are happening in the world that are incredibly dangerous to the United States and to every American, whether it's China and Russia coming together in a geostrategic and economic partnership, which by the way, Steve, is gonna take decades to unravel, just as it took us decades to continue to keep them apart, it's gonna take decades to unravel this new partnership that also now includes Iran and, of course, North Korea. You've got a new axis of evil developing. Look, Steve, what is increasingly clear is that Joe Biden is an actual Manchurian candidate. And I mean that literally. He is a Manchurian candidate that has become president. And as we unravel the origins of COVID and what went down in 2020 and the fact that the globalists and the deep state literally shut down the global economy to stop one man, Donald Trump. And I said this to you at CPAC on on this show. We are going to find out that that was one part of the equation stopping Trump. The other part of the equation, Steve, 
was selecting and installing their own choice, which was Joe Biden. Monica, hang on one second. We're taking a short commercial break. Monica Crowley is going to join us on the other side. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now okay uh we did royce white last night on uh on getter i think we had twenty-seven thousand uh people watching we're going to do a replay i'm gonna talk to grace and captain bannon after we're gonna do a replay of the royce white sometime today uh, and maybe I give even give commentary. Uh, we got a lot of great feedback on that. Walking through the financial crisis, which I'm going to get into more. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. All the geopolitics will be understood about the fight over the U.S. dollar as the prime reserve currency. And talk, this third installment is the debt trap. You get all three installments. are totally free. All you got to do is download them. Um, Monica Crowley. I'm going to talk more about the financial situation after the break, in fact, I got Jason Brown from COVID Tax Release. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about how you can get some money back that you were due, right? You're due. Just hang on for a second, Monica. Uh, Monica, I think you're one of the, the Joe Scarborough is trashing the Ivy League populist. I would include you as an Ivy League populist nationalist. But I want to uh, about Biden and your issue about Biden as a Manchurian candidate. I want to go back, and this is why in the Ides of March we had that 12 minute cold open where we put together different aspects of. Uh, um, uh, Julius Caesar's or Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, including the part where Trump, they did it in Central Park where Trump was Caesar and they assassinated him. The evil that men do lives beyond them. It lives beyond the grave. The, the good they do is interred with them. The evil that men do live on past their lives. The good they do is interred in their graves. Right? That's that's Mark Anthony's speech. Uh, Monica Crowley, that is basically your assessment of Joe Biden, 
what you're saying about Joe Biden is even when Trump comes back and beats it's Biden or Newsom, whoever it is, because Trump's going to win the presidency. We've got a we got we got a 10 times heavier lift than we had in 16 and 17. And the reason is what these people have done to our economy, to the financial system, to having the Federal Reserve just print this out, out of control, print this money, the spending's out of control and the not just weakness. This is not about weakness. This is about. Um, this is about moves they've made that have put this country in peril, put this country in peril, including now uniting the worst elements, the, the KGB in Moscow, the CCP in Beijing, uh, the mullahs in Persia, uh, the House of Saud, our, our allies, quote unquote, in, 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 the, uh, in the Persian Gulf. Uh, you got Iraq's going to cut a deal with them to take it in to, to, to take a Chinese currency for the oil. You got Pakistan's thrown in with them, the radical jihadis there. You got Mini Me in uh, in North Korea, and a couple of the stands. They're uniting the Eurasian landmass in a way that's never been allowed, never happened before. At Monica Crowley. Yeah, and all of this is by design. It's all intentional. The, you know, you've heard of the law of unintended consequences. This is the law of intended consequences. This is all thoroughly p- predictable. American weakness is provocative. It does uh, tempt the bad guys to advance and expand on their own interests. And frankly, you know, people get mad at me when I say this, but it's the absolute truth. If she and Putin and the mullahs in Iran and uh, Kim sitting in Pyongyang, if they didn't seek to advance against America and against America's interests and advance their own interests, they'd be derelict in their own duty. They're only taking full advantage of a window of opportunity 100%, 100%, provided by 100%. You know, a, weak American, a weak American president. So they're taking full advantage. And what we now have, Steve, is a perfect storm of America's adversaries all coming together and allying. Look, it is an iron law of international relations. And I learned this when I was at Columbia Graduate School. And by the way, I think you're exactly right. We need to form our own, like, America first populist uh, Ivy League group, right? Our own skull and bones. We've had enough of the globalist skull and bones. We need our own. But look, it's an iron law of international relations that weaker powers will, will always flock to the stronger power for protection and for you know political protection, um, economic trade, you name it. And so what we're seeing now, because the U.S., is weak both in real terms and getting weaker and perceived as weak, you've got all of these other countries now flocking to what looks like the stronger guy on the block, and that's China. Remember that China's goal is global domination, of course. What does that mean? That means a unipolar unipolar world. During the Cold War, uh, War, we had a bipolar world, right? And then after the collapse of the Soviet Union, we went to a unipolar world with the United States as the tentpole uh, power. Now we have sort of slipped back into a bipolar world with the United States and China, but China's goal is to get rid of the United States as one of the tentpole powers and make itself as the unipolar uh, power. And so of course, all of these other lesser powers are dying to be junior members of this new global emerging with China at the top. 
And, you know, while all this is happening, while Rome is burning, we've got our own president whistling past uh, the graveyard hosting sitcom stars. Monica, how can people get to your podcast? How do they get to your writings and social media? Oh, thank you, Steve. Monica Crowley podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. There you have it right there. I've got a great show coming up today on the potential Trump indictment and the bigger issues around it. Plus, I'm going to have Gordon Chang on China. We're going to do deep dive into all of these issues. And on Friday, Steve, I've got Tara Reid who credibly accused Joe Biden of sexual assault. Media completely buried her story. We're going to have her on. She's going to talk about Stormy Daniels, Donald Trump, and her own story. So check out the Monica Crowley podcast. Did he, we have did a lot he, did, there as well. Did, did, did the ter- did the terror reader did well anyway? We'll, uh, we'll hear that. I've heard about that. I'll I'll, I'll stay tuned on on Friday. Very serious yeah, charge. Right. Never been and on social media. Instagram, Monica Crowley underscore Twitter and True Social at Monica Crowley. Thank you, ma'am. Doctor Monica Crowley, thank you very much. Always enjoy having you on. Honored. Okay. Um, we got a, a 90 second break, a lot to get to, including I'm going to get Joe Allen up. Uh, this artificial intelligence. Very, 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 very serious. Issues. All next in the economy, capital markets, inextricably linked with geopolitics now. All next in the world. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension. High blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 